Hello, you're listening to Our Walk, the podcast that talks of real people with real stories about a real God. I'm Luke. I'm Steve. And this week we are joined by Tanya. How are you doing this week, Steve? I am good. Thank Steve, you. have you seen the movie A Star Is Born? Uh, yes. Right. Yes. I just watched it last night, mm. and it, that song, the shallow one. Tell me something, girl. Is yeah. it just you and me? I don't know the lyrics. You know, the Lady Gaga comes in. She's like, ah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. quite romantic. Yeah, it was. Now we are joined this week by someone who I admire very much. She's awesome. She's basically a living Disney princess. Oh. And she's on the other side of the world. Tanya, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, we are grand. I just watched A Star Is Born last night, so I can't be any better. <laughs> I can't believe you've waited so long to watch that. I know. I just, I don't know. It was that Oscar performance where they were getting very intimate that I was yeah. like, whoa, this seems like a film to watch. They have chemistry. Yeah. Is what they have. What's it like in New Zealand at the moment, uh, Tanya? Just in general? Yeah, just in general. Um, yeah, no, it's good. The weather's been good. I mean, we had that horrible tragedy last week that we're recovering from, but yeah. New Zealand's chugging along. Good, good. Because, you know, New Zealand, yeah. I've had the privilege of, privilege of going there, and it's just one of the most beautiful countries Um there is, you know, and the air is kind of like, you know, fresh and stuff and all the people are nice. So for something on that scale to happen, you know, was, was quite a tragedy. So, you know, all the listeners and us, you know, we'll, we'll keep those families and people that were involved, you know, um, in our prayers and stuff. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So just before we start, I'd just like to remind our listeners that you can get in contact with us. We do have a Facebook page. Just search Our Walk. If you like to find us on Twitter or follow us, you can at Our Walk Pod. If you'd like to get in contact with us via email, just email us at rwalkpod at gmail.com and we have a new website rwalkpod.com where you'll be able to find all these episodes mm-hmm. and more so tanya we're gonna start off right now as part one we always start off with talking about childhood growing up family life school life and stuff like that so first question would be what was you like as a child um i guess i was quite a bubbly child really loved life and doing all these different things I was really into drama and sports and um, loved hanging out with all my friends and playing outside Uh, but also I guess my parents would tell you that I was a real menace as well I was (laughs) I knew what I wanted I I had what I wanted and if I didn't get about it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's good and so what what how many fa- i know this obviously yeah. just for the listeners like how many people are there in your like immediate family so i've got my mom and my dad and i've got two older brothers so i'm the only girl and the youngest which worked out pretty nicely for me i think do you feel protected by your oh, brother yeah, definitely would you say <laughs> would you say that overprotected? <laughs> 
No, no I'm I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Good. Imagine if you said yes and they listened. They'd be like, what? <laughs> um, Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's, I mean, what, you know, what was your childhood like, would you say? Like, can you give us a summary of growing up in New Zealand and family life and church life, if there was one? Yeah, no. Um, growing up was amazing. I had an amazing childhood. Um, my whole extended family all get along. So we'd go camping all the time. And um, yeah, we had, a, we had a really awesome church. Like we'd go to church every Sunday and we had lots of friends there, like kids our own age and um, school was great. Yeah, I, childhood was amazing. And I'm from a small town, so everybody knows everybody. And um, yeah, it's just a really com- nice community. And, um, awesome. And what was, um, sorry? just every aspect of my life was really really lovely oh awesome glad to hear um i forgot what i was going to ask now <laughs> yeah no what was i going to ask yeah so what was um what was school life like for you like were you kind of or did you hate it were you not a fan like of the teachers or anything or well what was that like growing up as a child yeah um i loved school i was one of those annoying kids that you know if i got sick I would pretend not to be sick so I could go to school still. (laughs) You're a a freak. (laughs) (laughs) Guess I was a little bit of like an overachiever. Like I, um, I loved studying hard um, at primary school as I got a bit older, not so much, but um, yeah, no, I, I just loved going to school and hanging out with my friends, but I also loved all my teachers and yeah, no, school was a good experience for me. Wow, you're you might you're one of the few, I think. That's no, like quite a few people have few. said, yeah. So we can't, yeah. It's, no. it's not like this is shocking. Like yeah. what? What do you like school? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what? What kind of? I mean, it all sounds very rosy at the moment. So maybe you've had a, a wonderful life, but um, what? What would? Yeah, amen. Uh, what? was your family christian did you get brought up in a christian environment or was it like did you have any idea of who god was you know yeah yep so i grew up in a christian family my whole extended family everybody um so i've always grown up knowing god and um yeah like i said earlier like my my family would go to church every every sunday and it but it wasn't just you know me going because my parents made me, I loved being there and I loved learning about God. And um, I truly did believe in God as a child, which um, obviously, you know, as you get older and you start breaking away from, you start, you know, developing um, more thinking and breaking away from your, like, what your parents believe as your belief and start exploring it for yourself. But as a child, I remember strongly believing in God. And before I went through, you know, what, I think most people would go through um, and doubt yeah. and finding God on your own type thing. No, that's it. It's all a part. It's all a journey for everyone. Um, and, you know, there have been some cases of people who grew up in and then they sort of get older. They, they kind of, you know, they don't have a moment like most people do, to be fair, you know, where they sort of, you know, walk away a bit and, and get a bit, not rebellious as such, but, yeah, you know, just like, 
oh, I'm not going to know, well, this isn't what I wanted, you know, it's what I brought, or blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying you were like that, had that sort of attitude, but yeah, you know, it's all part of the journey, really, for yeah. us independently. I mean, I, I, I was like that, wasn't I? I grew up in a, well, my mum, Christian, brought me up, and then around 16-ish, I went a bit off the rails and kind of just walked away. Mm. Not walked away, it wasn't a, con- I don't think it was a conscious thing, it was just I found other things more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and then kind of drifted back, so, but yeah. Perfectly natural. You can listen to that story back in season one, by the way. Oh, what? <laughs> what a plug. Yeah, uh, episode two. Well, you can listen to mine. It's episode uh, one. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't think it is. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Anyway. Put this one on pause. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't do that. Wouldn't do that. So, um, Tanya, what was um, it like being a teenager? Because obviously they're quite troubling times for anyone. You know, you're just sort of, you're growing up out of childhood and the world's all confusing and stuff. What was that like for you? Yeah, well, I think my most difficult times as a person growing up was probably when I was like 11 and 12. That's when I was a real menace and everything, but I was still young enough for my parents to be like, no. Um, When I was a teenager, I think I was actually pretty good behavioral-wise. Like, I still loved going to school. I wasn't really into, um, you know any rebellious teenage things i didn't party or anything i right. went through the process with god of doubting and still going to church and like just going looking for answers before i had you know my first sort of god moment and like wow yeah no this is what i believe so i had all of that happening in my teenage years and i um i actually chose to to get baptized when I was 17 um so before I left home and went out on my own um I would say all my teenage sort of years um with family and with God was quite I guess tame and mm-hmm. yeah it was all loving like the whole uh, yeah I guess that's like the most the word that I would mostly use for my teenagers would be love. Oh, brilliant. That's a good way to describe your teenage. You would probably be the first person I've heard say that about their teenage years, mm. which is great. What would other people say about it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can you get someone else on here so you can ask them? <laughs> um, no, great. Um, I don't think I have any more questions, you know? Not for part one, no. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe you can give, like, listeners are probably listening to this and being like, how do, what, what, how, what's the connection here? You know, what, how do you guys know each other? You're on the opposite side of the world. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your year over here in the UK? Yes. So, um, so I finished high school and I have always known what I've wanted to be when I grow up. I've always wanted to be a teacher. Um, like both of my parents, they're both teachers as well. So Hmm. I, want to get straight into that though I wanted to go explore the world a bit and there was a um, gap year program called Latitude that um, allowed me to go over to a school in the UK and work in a school um, as a teaching assistant and obviously working in a school there's lots of time to um, go travel through Europe everything so it really seemed like ideal situation so I applied for that and I got um, accepted and I was placed in reading in the UK and yeah it's honestly one of the best times in my lives but I just loved it 
Yeah, you got to meet us, so you know, no surprise there. Mm. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Great. All right. Uh, let's let's finish part one here. We're, we'll take a quick break. We'll step out of the room. We'll come back into the room, uh, and then we'll talk to you about the the moment or moments where your faith kind of came alive and God became real when you encountered the Holy Spirit, etc. Sound good? Sounds good. Great. In a second. We're back, part two. How how was your break? Did you have a nice time? Yeah, no, it was good. Good, good. <laughs> did you do Did you do much? Um, no, not really. Just chilling <laughs> on the other side of the world. Did you miss us? Of course, I always miss you guys. <laughs> oh bless! Uh, very sweet of you to say. So, so we ended part one by talking about you coming to the UK and. You mentioned in part one about you know you encountered God and your faith kind of cheers. Can you, I guess, talk to us about your your faith uh, aspect, your relationship with God? Like, what was it like as a child? When did it come alive, kind of for the first time, really? But have you got stories or anecdotes to tell us? Yeah, well, um, so as a child, as I said um, in part one, I was always very excited about God and going to church and all that sort of thing um, and then as I got to high school and started experiencing you know growth I guess like mentally and everything um, I started kind of wondering if that's what I believed or just what I was following my parents and doing um, mm-hmm. and it was when I was I think about 16 yeah it must have been 16 um, I went on a school trip to to Europe actually I went to um Italy and I remember I was praying the whole time because it was um a classics trip which is um studying ancient Greek Roman civilization and you know how all their gods and everything and I remember thinking all these people that I'm studying used to believe in these gods which is obviously not real and so I was like thinking how can it how can I know for a fact in myself that God is real? Um, so that was a real challenge to me that whole trip. But um, I was praying a lot about it. And we got to the Sistine Chapel um, in the Vatican. And there's that, you know, that um, famous painting of Adam and God reaching to touch each other. And Adam's like lazily trying to reach yeah. God and God's stretching and stretching. Um, that hit me so hard. And I was like, wow. Um, that's me I thought that I was reaching um, but I I'm not I'm going really lazily and I in that moment I felt God grab a hold of me and say yeah this is this is real whatever the ancient Greeks and Romans believed like you know that that's not real but now you know that I'm real so that was kind of my first God moment um, and after that, there were quite a few other moments where I'd be praying, say, and um, then there'd be like, I'd be looking up at the night sky and suddenly like shooting stars would appear and oh, wow. things like that. So that was kind of my first real experience of 
having God moments. Um, and also in my baptism, I felt it. Um, I got baptized in the ocean in New Zealand and it was the, it was a really rough day. Like the waves were crashing and it was really cold and oh, everything. <laughs> I was really quite um, like nervous about it. Yeah. Um, but was put into the water everything was calm everything was still and everything was warm and I just felt God holding um, and I came up and I still felt all those things even though the storm was well it wasn't a proper storm like even though the waves were crashing and it was really cold and noisy and everything I didn't feel any of those things anymore because I had the warmth of God around me and the love of God around me um, so that was kind of my first God moments um, but I did have some falling aways after that okay so falling aways um so let's just touch a little bit on there you know obviously share what you want to share we're not gonna like force it out of you like tell us everything um <laughs> from the other side of the world yeah <laughs> well, we'll tell us everything or else you know or else what we're we gonna do <laughs> we'll fly over <laughs> yeah actually just stay where you are for 24 hours <laughs> quite like a flight not flying but i quite like to visit it's brilliant like trust me it's awesome i mean so you could ask tanya and she'd be like yeah it's lovely but then she's gonna be biased isn't she yeah. no because if she asked us about reading we'd probably be, be a bit like yeah it's all right <laughs> yeah it's not like a holiday destination <laughs> but anyway um back on track so yeah if, if you'd like to sort of um share a little bit about um you know the moment that or moments or you sort of falling away like so what what happened there yeah so I guess it was kind of a slow build up um mm. obviously I, I left home um and I went overseas and to Reading um amazing church with amazing people in it um which was great but I was traveling a lot as well and I couldn't get to church all the time oh. and not that um a relationship with God is obviously just going to church or anything but I was really focusing on other things like traveling and I started getting into partying and you know what 18 year olds do when they travel through Europe and they're first away from home so I started getting into that um I still truly believed in God and honestly I had many a uh, um drunk conversations with total strangers about God and everything <laughs> like it was still it was still a huge part of my life um so as I came back to New Zealand um and went to university down on the other island on the South Island I'm from the North Island um I started to really struggle I guess I couldn't find um a church that felt like home um not like how Lifespring did right um, and I think probably something that wasn't that was in my head a lot as well because I just had such amazing memories of life spring and I didn't want to leave at all I didn't want to leave life spring and so coming to a new city um a new island and I didn't I tried a few but I just I didn't stick to any church and I was kind of floating around for a bit before I just stopped going altogether um and I just kind of went into a time of I just didn't care I still believed in God 
somewhere inside of me, but I just didn't really care. And I just wanted to do my own thing and, um, you know, be a university student. So I was partying a, a bit and um, all that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, I just wasn't interested in following God. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the beginning of my third year at university, I something changed in my mind and I was like, no, I really want, I know what I want for my life and I want the life that my family has because all my family um, are Christians and they're all super happy. And I know that, you know, that's not something, I mean, you can be happy without God, but like the happiness that God allows on your life is like next level. So I was like, no, that's what I want. And that's what I want to seek. So for the first semester of my third year, I decided to give it a real go and like I was praying all the time and I was going to church and I was worshiping like at church and at home I was seeking God with all of my heart but um I was hearing nothing and that's that was I probably only did it for about a month and I just started to go back down the rabbit hole um of partying and I guess this time it was different though because I had tried calling out or I thought I had to God and I was getting I felt like I was getting nothing back and I was like well if he is real maybe he just doesn't care um so that semester was quite a dark one for me um and I yeah I I don't really regret anything in my life mm-hmm. and I wouldn't say any of that time, but there were things that I probably wouldn't have done if I wasn't in that mindset. Um, nothing too bad. Like just, you know, I woke up the next day and I was like, no, my life needs to change. So I started going to church and I stopped. Yeah. It wasn't anything that I'd ever thought that I would ever do because mm. I was I've always been so <clears throat> can, can I ask you quickly did your family know about how uh you know you were moving away from God were they aware of that were they praying for you um no I kept a front up with them I didn't want them to know because good boys and I felt like the black sheep of the family and I didn't want and I kind of have perfect child which obviously I'm not but that's kind of what how people see me and so I really felt like and being so far away from home I I just um but I went to church and um I was really enjoying it and I started having a family there and friends and I went to church because I enjoyed it not because I felt anything with God um so I was but that kept me going which was awesome and then one of my really good friends um something uh his his brother died um, oh. I was really young and it was a real shock and I was distraught for him for, for my friend yeah for every over that situation and I really, really cried out to God there, like, 
what can I do? What what can I do? I, there's nothing I can do, please. Yeah. Like, this is just such a horrible thing to have happened. Um, and I just kept on getting these same song lyrics in my head, which is, um, my response will always be to praise, no matter what comes. I know that I am always called to praise. So every time I cried out to God that whole week, that was the song that came to my head. So I so I praised, and that's what I did. Um, on the Sunday, I went to church and that was the very first song that they played. And I just felt God wrap his arms around me and I was just crying. And in that moment, I knew God was saying to me, I've got this, I, I have your friend, I have his family, I have everybody, everybody in my arms and I love you. And But just know that I'm always here and, just praise and so that was that was crazy and I changed changed my life there and then that changed my life and um yeah over the next few weeks I had um God constantly reminding me that he was there and it was just amazing and it's something that I still carry with me and it's something that still encourages me it was such a powerful moment um, I didn't get to church much last year at all with working. Um, I was working a lot of Sundays and I couldn't get to church, but I still had God with me from those mm. moments and from the other moment that followed. It was a real breakthrough. Oh, brilliant. Well, that's quite a roller coaster mm. of a testimony. It's brilliant, Tanya. Um, Sorry. No, no, don't <laughs> apologize. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to end part two there. If our listeners heard, they've probably heard a bit of a uh, musical score in the background now. That wasn't intentional. We're just going to go in and sort that out and we'll come back for part three where we hear about uh, what's changed in your life since that moment. So we'll be right back. In the shallow, shallow. Just love that song. I can't get enough of it. Oh, goodness. How was your break this time, Tanya? No, still good. Still good. Oh, awesome. <laughs> we, had a- <laughs> we had quite the adventure. I mean, we, sh- we won't share it on here. Basically, you know, to the listeners, it was just dealing with that music and stuff. So we're going to have more of it. No, um, we sorted that out. So there won't be any random orchestral piece or whatnot sort of coming through so yeah sorry i imagine that was quite distracting as well for you tanya uh, it was fine <laughs> so chill so chill brilliant right so let's uh get back on it um and about your uh story so we heard in part two about you know you sort of um coming away from god and like into the sort of world and you know, partying in uni life and, and stuff like that, and then coming back to know God. So what do you say, Tanya, um, in your personality has changed from that uh, moment you last talked about of encountering God? Uh, like what, what's changed in yourself or in your life in general? Um, I, I think I'd like to say that um, in myself, I have become much less focused on myself I think I look more outwards 
just in everyday life I'm thinking more about others rather than just how things will affect me or what I want to do I think about everybody and everything um and my life in general I've just felt happier I've just felt more loved and um um a part of my growth after that moment with God was God telling me that I really needed to communicate with my family about everything that I had gone through Mm -hmm. um and so that was a really tough conversation I had with them um but mum and dad were amazing and um were holding holding my hand the whole way through and um yeah it it really helped me get past that really I guess dark time in my life when I just felt so lost yeah Um, when God wasn't a part of my life I was lost and now I'm found (laughs) sounds like a song eh oh you should write that down (laughs) (laughs) uh okay so what kind of have your have any of your friends or a family kind of noticed like like i know you said you put on the front for your family but have your any of your friends seen you through your highs and lows and journey have they noticed the changes yeah um so probably the best person not the not the best but the one who's probably seen me at every point um would be my cousin rachel and um we're we're currently hanging out a lot because we're living in the same area and we're just absolutely loving jesus together we um we go to church together and we we encourage each other and um we pray together and we travel together and pray together it's just i think she has seen how much happier i am now um so yeah, I guess if you you could talk to her about that, but yeah. Um, <laughs> well, if she'd like to be on our podcast, she can. Yeah. She can follow us on Twitter. No, I do yeah. that now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's been a difference, I think. Oh, brilliant. Um, so, uh, you know, this world we sort of live in, it's always sort of throwing stuff at us, um, you know, when we become to in that relationship with God, when that sort of faith is cemented there are still like struggles in the world. Like what, what would you say if there has been any, um, what kind of struggles have there been in, in recent years for you, Tanya, um, after sort of cementing your faith in God? Um, I mean, there's, there's struggles every day. Um, yeah, I guess I, I guess the most recent thing again, like we mentioned earlier was, um, the the Christ yeah in Christchurch um which was very very recent and that really rocked me um but it's um just the power of God the love of God can really calm you I just found on the Sunday after it happened I went I was in church and um, all of the the worship music was just incredible and God was there and I was just I could just feel the Holy Spirit there and so I guess with all the struggles that 
happen in everyday life like that's an extreme example mm-hmm. um, I just always can now I can always feel God in there or see God in there and if I can't I can remember times when he was and so I know that he's still there even if I can't feel it um yeah yeah oh right yeah no I, again you know it's just such a such an awful thing to sort mm. of happen so and you know obviously there's there's crime like everywhere but New Zealand especially for like the rest of the world is quite seen as like a, a peaceful place mm. and again being there myself it is something I picked up when I, when I was there um so yeah no it's just awful so I can I understand that that sort of have mm. an effect on everyone there um so yeah again you know, I think as well the response by New Zealand people and church and government, I think, from, well, from the other side of the world, from us, I, I've seen nothing but positive mm. from the response from, you know, everything that's come out of it has been positive from out of it. I know it's a terrible thing, but, you know, it, yeah. no one's condemning New Zealand or anything. I think actually New Zealand's come out of it in a pretty positive light, especially in their response to the gun control and everything. So, yeah i think yeah. yeah it's a struggle it's i guess the whole country is in mourning really but you'll kind of get through as everyone always does mm. the world kind of oh, yeah. keeps on spinning doesn't it um yeah. so you're in a good place with god you're you're close to him you're seeking him he's helping you get through tough moments tough times like recently um if if you could i guess speak to tanya dark tanya let's call her shadow tanya in the um, shadow, <laughs> shallow. Uh, shadow, sing it shadow. Shadow. No, I don't want to say no, shadow. Okay. <laughs> let's okay. just say Tanya, let's just say uni Tanya or no, something like that. No, that's boring. Anyway, whatever. You know, that, that that dark period of your life where you kind of distance yourself yeah. from God, put up a front to family. If you could talk, kind of talk to her now, say we have some kind of time teleporting telephone thing, um, mm-hmm. and you were trying to encourage her to, you know, I know you say, I know you tried with God, but really keep trying kind of God can do this kind of, what kind of stuff would you say to that Tanya, you know, to encourage her to keep seeking God? What kind of things does God do for you? And, you know, all that kind of thing. How would you talk to her? Yeah. I, that, I don't know, actually, because, hmm, because I feel like I needed to, as dark as those times where I feel like I needed to go through those those times to be where I am now. Yeah, I guess so if I, I, was so I give you a better question. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> wow! Come <laughs> on. You know I'm in charge of the website, right? Okay. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. But you, you know, you, you wouldn't be here without me. So. Keep, keep an eye on Luke's bio in the coming days. <laughs> um, no, but just to sort of, in a way, sort of go off um, what Steve ask you know just change it up a bit if someone if you knew that someone that's a a uni student or a teenager or whatever someone you know a bit younger than you I mean they could be older than you but we're going through a similar situation that uh, or similar period in time that you went through and stuff like that what do you say to them to help encourage them to you know get back on the horse as they say yeah I guess I would just always make sure that they knew there was someone there for them. Mm. Um, I don't think that there would be any point in like saying every week, come with me to church. Because honestly, I, I like 
me personally, I was in a place where I didn't want to hear, I didn't want a bar of it. Um, so just, I think if I had known somebody was there and that somebody could, you know, being a person or being God, just knowing that somebody was there um, through anything that might happen would just be a real encouragement. Um, especially if it was, you know, just knowing that God was there. Cause that was what I really struggled with was I was like, Oh, well, I don't know if he is anymore. And I, and if he is, does he even care? So I think just being, having that constant encouragement of like there being someone there and knowing that there's someone there and that you're not alone. That's, that's something that um, I think I would have really loved to be reminded of. And we're back. Tanya, thank you so much for your story. It's been uh, incredible, really. I didn't, you know, I didn't know quite a lot of that. So I'm sure that would be encouraging for people who are going through a rough patch at the moment, who, who happen to be listening or who have gone through a similar thing. You know, I think for me, I guess for me, it sounds a little bit similar to mine. And that's just encouraging to know that I'm not the only one that kind of, you know, gave my life yeah. to God and then kind of drifted away and then came back kind of. Yeah. Yeah um so as as this is the the last chunk before we before we depart and you go on about your merry new zealand life um we we always ask for a prayer requests so is there or our listeners can be praying for for you for for your community for anyone really have you got any prayer requests yeah i guess just love in new zealand um obviously yeah. with the the hate crime what we desperately need right now is love so just loving of all peoples of all nations just more love in the world amen that's brilliant i can do that yeah we can do that well thank you again tanya it's been awesome to talk to you we'll have to come to new zealand very very soon um i'm keen to go again because it's just amazing yeah i want to go um yeah We'll, we'll 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 bring everyone next time, yeah. Tanya. Yes. <laughs> Season three, everyone is in New Zealand. Yeah, we'll do a little documentary about it. <laughs> so, Steve, I have four um, important questions to ask you just before we go. Oh, okay. Where can people find us on Facebook? Uh, our walk. Type it in. Search it up. Now, let's say someone wants to follow us on Twitter. Where would they? What would they have to search for? Uh, at our walk pod. Brilliant. Okay, let's just say someone wants to email us. What would they have to search in to do that? They would have to do ourwalkpod at gmail.com. And what about, do we have a website or anything? Uh, we do, actually, you know. There's lots yeah. of stuff on there. It's ourwalkpod.com. Brilliant. Right, well, I've been Luke. This has been Steve. Wherever you are, I hope you are having a great morning, afternoon, depends on what time you listen to this, evening as well. Um, and we will all see you very, very soon. Goodbye. Thank you, Tanya, again. Goodbye. See you later. Woo!